I'm Jessie Delo, your host of Madly Forever, a podcast in collaboration with The Fullest. Each episode, I'll help people move past their vision boards to create a life and relationship that they truly love. I, sometimes along with the help of my husband, Brian, will interview a variety of experts, psychologists, couples, and business partners to discover the science and secrets to successful compatibility. By pairing my expertise for manifestation with my background in therapeutic healing, I have manifested the life of my dreams. With this podcast, I aim to help others find their optimal alignment as well. Hi guys, I'm Jessie Delo. Welcome back to the Madly Forever podcast. I'm here today with the absolutely gorgeous Denison twins, Amber and Carissa Denison, who are identical twins who live together in LA. And I'm here to interview them about what it's like to be an identical twin. Hi. Hi, Hi guys. Thank Hi. you so much for coming. Thank, Thank you for, for having, having us. us. <laughs> on that might cue. happen a lot. We're going to do that a lot. <laughs> so does that actually happen a lot? Yeah. But we actually try, if that happens, we, we will stop and look at each other so that the other doesn't speak. So like a you take over. Otherwise, we'll just keep doing the same thing. Wow. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. So is that a thing? I've heard that before with twins is that you have this sort of synchronistic thing where you think the same thing, you say the same thing. You could be in different parts of the world. Very much. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So tell me more about that. Well, I, my theory is that that can happen with anyone you spend a lot of time with. That's However, true. for us specifically, it gets really weird when like, I, I, Carissa will be thinking of a song and it'll be in my head and I'll be like in my bedroom and then I'll walk out of my bedroom and two seconds later, Amber will start singing that song. That to me is weird. And it happens a lot. Wow. But also what's, time. what for us or, or people when we speak at the same time, because we have the exact same mannerisms. Well, and intonation. Yeah. So that's what is, is really like mesmerizing for people because we'll answer at the same time and then we'll both the way, oh, you go. No, you go. And we'll do it the same. Our hands will be the same. <laughs> but that again, is... I, because we spend so much time yeah. together, that influences it for sure. Like I think the twin thing is big, but then being with each other 24-7, it just heightens it even more. So you guys grew up in Canada, right? Yes. Can you tell me about your childhood and what it was like there? You want to go? So we grew up on an organic vegetable farm um, in a small city called Kelowna, which is about four hours east and north of Vancouver. So we grew up surrounded by forest on a freshwater lake. It was so beautiful. We were so blessed. But being in it and being a child, you take it for granted and you don't, you don't realize how lucky you are. Well, we also had really unconventional parents. So we didn't have, we're also 30, so we didn't have internet back then. We didn't have cable television. Um, and our parents really made sure that we, we are um, cultivated our creativity. Exactly. So we drew a lot. We played a lot outside. We played with each other, obviously. But as kids and, and young adults, we wanted to be like our friends. So we wanted to live in town we wanted to a carpeted house we wanted television we wanted to be normal because we were not normal and we were so like well, and on top of aware that, we're, of that we're twins so yeah, that makes you tall. normal and we're really tall so we so just we stuck out, out in, all the time in so many ways and we just wanted to like fit in and be like everybody else yeah so just to paint a picture for you guys I just met the Denison twins and they just walked into my house and they are a vision there are these two gorgeous incredibly tall blonde blonde, long flowing hair women who are just the most striking. It's like you're seeing double of this like 
gazelle, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. For giraffe. Yeah, it's yeah. really you guys are really a presence yeah. and you really feel like wowed when when you guys enter the room. So when you were a kid, you guys both wanted to sort of hide. And yeah, fit in. absolutely. We didn't want the attention. Not like that. Yeah. We just wanted to be normal, normal, whatever that is. So when you guys saw each other, a reflection, a mirror image of your own self, was that comforting to you? Was that, how did that feel growing up to have this sort of like reflection back to you of? Well, as, so as kids, I remember always thinking like, we don't, we barely look like sisters. I remember thinking that like, how can people not tell us apart? Um, people get our names mixed up and I didn't even think we looked like sisters. So I didn't, I didn't see a reflection. I just saw like a sister, but then growing up and seeing more of like the emotional reflections in each other, that was, it's like the the best learning experience you can have because it's right in front of you, but it's outside of you. So I can, what, you know, if we get in fights, we usually say, well, that's how I feel, but I feel the exact same. Mm -hmm. So it, it really allowed us to like work on our own shit. Mm. But for me, for Carissa, so yeah, okay. a little backstory. When I was two, I fell and broke my nose and my, I never got it fixed. So growing up, that was a huge insecurity for me was my broken nose, mm. especially because I had, in my eyes, my symmetrical, perfect twin sister. So I compared myself to her constantly. It was a big thing for me, almost my, my whole adolescence, my whole childhood. Even now, I'm still working on it. I'm a lot better. But for me, that was the biggest thing was I had a comparison and, and the comparison was, in my eyes, perfect. So I always felt wow. less, which is so interesting. Insecure. I always felt less yeah. attractive, but I would voice this to other people and they'd be like, what? They wouldn't even notice my broken nose. I didn't it even notice me. her broken nose until like maybe five years ago or something. <laughs> she said it and I was like, what? But to me, that's <laughs> so all, I it was like, a, it was, it was all, it's all you could see. It's all you could, but that was, that was my insecurity highlighting it. Yeah. No one else saw it the way I did. It's really interesting. And that would have probably happened even without a twin sister. You would have. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know, seen you see an image of what you think is perfect and then you or compare better. yourself. But yeah. to have it not in a magazine, not on not on TV right beside me when you wake up and you you come out of your room and, and you look at my sister and like, oh, she looks better than me. Now I feel like shit. And so if you had that, you know, your whole adolescence, was that a big part of your guys' relationship? Did it interfere at all? I think so. I yeah. think subconsciously because I was yeah. insecure. Mm -hmm. I was more defensive or or my, um, uh, uh, what word am I looking for? The ideas that I planted in my head, I, I manifested them. I'm like, oh, well, you're better than me. No, better in what way? Sorry, Amber's better than me. In what way? She wasn't. I just thought she was because of all these things. So then maybe that would make me resent her. But it was that subconscious. Now that we're in our 30s and we can talk about these things and, and, and get a little bit more perspective, it, I can realize it now. But growing up, no. I think it definitely put a strain on relationship, but we didn't realize it. But yeah. that being said, I'm grateful for it because it, it, it made our relationship, I think, that much stronger. And also now made me, Carissa, find that strength in myself. Like, yeah, I own your broken nose, own your flaws. That's actually what's right. beautiful to me now. Like the lesson was was taught to you through your twin sister yeah, yeah. and through yeah. you having this comparison, this direct yeah. mirror image. Yeah, it yeah. was confronting you to yeah. love yourself, exactly. to love what you view as imperfections mm -hmm. exactly. and also like something that makes you a little bit different from each exactly. other. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that difference is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because the other day somebody said um, to you like, oh, but your broken nose is what makes you look powerful to me. 
Oh yeah, the bump in my nose. From one angle, I've got a bump, and they were like, "But I love that you look so strong," and I I hate it. But she liked it, and again, that just shows a different perspective. So what you might think is ugly, someone else actually thinks is beautiful. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah and I think if we can all, not all of us have this mirror to sort of brush against our own yeah. and yeah. sort of make us sort of confront these issues, yeah. but if we could all just learn to appreciate our differences yeah. and that's what makes us so special. Yeah. yeah. Everyone would just be so much happier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But now with yeah. social media, it's like yeah. so hard to do. Yeah. In this day and it's age. true. It's true. Everyone's it's all about comparing. comparison. Mm-hmm. It's and true. It's in a subconscious level. Yeah. But, and even with friends, like it's like, it's, it's, a, it's comparison is like, that's the basis of how you, um, decipher, decipher. who's, who. who's yeah. smarter, who's, who's nicer, taller. who's taller, who's thinner, who's, older. who's this, who's that. It's that's, but it kind of comes to the territory because people almost need that to know who's who. But right, it's funny because as right. children, I remember, or like young, young adults, people, if we met someone new for the first time and, and sort of like playfully, they'd say, well, who's a smarter one? But automatically that puts us that someone has to be the, the almost the winner and the loser, if you want to put it simply. So that wow. always put us in a place of someone was better or worse. Well, it's just a built in comparison. Yeah. yeah it's a built and it's, already something with a sibling but as a twin in the same age group in the same you know class maybe the same pool of people so was there ever um any sort of jealousy with you know relationships yeah when we have we've had friends and I would come over I would say our biggest jealousy is probably our cousin who we're really close with she's well we've got a lot of cousins we're close with but we've got one who's eight days older than us and we spent a lot of time with her growing up and there came a point where Carissa and her were closer and so I was sort of left out and I of course would feel jealous or left out or hurt by it but in but this now today I realize oh that time alone was really important for Mm. me because I learned a lot about myself so I'm actually really grateful for it. But in as a kid, yeah, I yeah, absolutely you feel left out. Felt you jealous, feel sad. I felt hurt. Yeah. yeah. One for me, I'm like, well, I don't want to play with Amber. I play with her all the time. Yeah. I hang out with my cousin Beth. Yeah. Or or new friends that would yeah. happen. And yeah. so, did you guys have the same friend group yeah. growing up? Yeah, yeah. For the most part, I yeah. mean, in in elementary school and high school, they for the most part would separate us in classes so that we could kind of develop friends and not stick with each other in our safety net. And so we'd have. Your friends and my friends would sort of kind of become one friend group, would but, you, right? Would you say? But I, for two years, we actually became really good friends with another set of twins. Well, that was great. Wow. Nine, so it was for one year. Yeah, we were like, we were best friends. And you connected more with one and I connected more with one. And we, the four of us just had like so much fun. So much fun. It's like so an optical fun. illusion. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> absolutely. Along, it really was, yeah. Like, <laughs> We'd go into a store and the, the clerk would be like, you two were just here in different <laughs> clothes. I swear thing. you were just here. So you were here. wearing something different? Yeah. <laughs> that That's was trippy. That, but that was fun. That was a lot And of fun. they could relate a lot with, uh, I mean, in, in terms of like the relationship aspect, they knew exactly what we would, what we go through. And, well, and then, and also we could watch and learn from them. Yeah. Like if they would oh, fight, they would fight or... it would be so funny. We would, <laughs> <laughs> I remember we would laugh so hard at them when they would fight. Well, because it'd be like us, you fight over the silliest yeah. thing. But when you're in it, you don't see that. Of course. And I think yeah. that's any sisters, yeah. especially. Yeah. Sisters yeah. fight about yeah. clothes and this yeah, and exactly. that. Oh, we fought about clothes a clothes. lot. So, well, I mean, it's interesting because some identical twins have, even though they're identical, they have like different body types or they have different, you know, interests or different. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you guys are very aligned in yeah. both your physical 
form yeah. and yeah. also your interest in what you guys are doing. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, that I think that's that's just naturally I think how we are innately and how we were raised. But I remember for a long time, Amber was going to art school and I was like, oh, well, Amber's the artist. So Carissa can't be the artist. I have to be something completely different. But I was going against my own nature. But I wanted to be, I didn't want to be the same. I didn't want to copy her. I wanted to like separate. But it is what you felt you were called to. Yeah. But you I mean, thought you had to do something parents are artistic. Different. Yeah. We are innately artistic. It's, it's yeah. part of who I am. I just didn't want to accept it because that was Amber's thing. That was, oh, that's she was doing so yeah. don't overstep that. Give it to her. And so what did you go into? Um, I was helping my parents with the family business and then I went, then I went to fashion school. Then I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. <laughs> so I moved well, to London and went to fashion school, yeah. but it was an art-based program and yeah. that kind of like broke me open. Yeah. And then from there, actually, we started discussing like, well, why don't we work together? Yeah. I was living in Mexico. Well, and you were going to art school and you were making all this art and I was like, let's just make art together. You can do it. I can see what <laughs> yeah. you're making. And what no, were you no, doing in Mexico? I was just living, my ex-boyfriend uh, was Mexican and cool. so I, I lived there for two years with him. So nice. Making Painting. art. Yeah. So you went to London, <laughs> London Carissa, yes. and you went to Mexico. Mexico. Where in Mexico? Um, the town was called Huatulco. It's in Oaxaca. Wow, that so sounds really awesome. South. Beautiful. Really that's yeah. awesome. So you guys did have a sense of independence from each other. You weren't codependent, it sounds like. No, I no, mean, I, we weren't really. I mean, honestly, you know what's funny is I would say we're almost more codependent now living together because we're so used to doing everything. Like if she wants to go or if I want to go work out and Carissa doesn't want to, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to either. Yeah. You know, now You're I'm, on so, the same I'm so used to having a partner do stuff with me. So I would say I'm almost more codependent now but we spent five years apart and five that, years yeah so she was in a different uh part of canada i was in vancouver and then i moved to mexico and then she moved to vancouver and then she moved to london and i was still in mexico and then we came here together but those but while five we apart, years while we were yeah. apart we, we spoke at least every, once every at day least, yeah skyped every day we yeah. talked all the time yeah so you were still very much connected very much connected but doing our own things and very different things. so healthy so good so for healthy you. And well, that was really beneficial for you guys, right? Especially, yeah. Well, I think the most beneficial was we got to be our own person, separate from being a twin. Because when you're a twin, you that's the first thing people see about you. And that's, it's interesting to people. So I understand. But for us, I, I wasn't Car Amber and Carissa or Carissa part of the twins. I was just Carissa. And Amber was just Amber. And that was the first time in your life that you'd experienced that, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. so when you guys walk around together, are their heads turning? Are people like... Yeah, yeah, but part of that is because we're tall. But I yeah. guess, yeah, also the twin thing. But you know what? Okay, if, we're, if, if our style is very different one day, people might not even know that we're twins or sisters. Uh -huh. Well, sisters for sure, but maybe not twins. Uh, it depends but if, on the if person. we go on a twin audition. <laughs> and you wear we the same thing. We have to dress thing. the yeah. same, yeah. Oh, that's People are like, of course, like everyone's staring at us walking down the street. But al almost every day, I would say we get asked at least how tall we are or if we're twins or both. And how tall are you guys? I'm over 6'1". And okay, I, sorry, Amber is over six one, and I, Carissa, I'm over six two. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And growing up, were you guys dressed the same? Did you guys have an individual style growing no. up? So as baby, baby, babies, we had similar outfits. Like our grandma would sell them for us, but they'd be in different colors. Usually, different Amber colors. was always in pink and yellow, and yeah. I was in. Uh, no, so she was always in pink and purple, and Carissa was always in yellow and blue. blue. Yeah. But then once we became but, old sorry, enough but, to choose our own outfits, we'd never, yeah. ever, 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 ever dress the same. But our parents made sure that when we were children not to dress us the same, that's why we have very different names. Because they read about twins and kind of asked people, like, you know, what's this, like, what's a good way to raise twins so that they have an identity? And so we were named very differently. 
They never dressed us the same. Maybe once in a while for like a wedding or like a cute photo, but otherwise it was never identical. It's interesting because you see a ton of identical twins and their parents dress them exactly yeah, the same. The and then it's they, so cute. It's right? so cute, like, but then they grow up and they refuse to dress differently. Even yeah. like the hairstyles have yep. to be the same. I, know, I yeah. find that so weird. We actually, so live in Los Angeles, we see a lot of twins yeah. out and about. Yeah. And when I see adult twins dress the same, it's weird to me. It's borderline creepy. <laughs> But maybe they're going to an audition like you guys. I don't think so. Sometimes I've seen they're like a running down I've the seen street. Like on the boardwalk, yeah. like in their same cute, like every, like same scrunchie, same tank talk, same bag, same shoes, same socks. It's like everything is identical. That's wow. And it's cute. I just, I can't relate. And I'm a twin. So I'm like, whoa, that's so weird to me. But a lot of twins are like that. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you guys moved apart. You had relationships. So I want to ask you a little bit about that. So since you guys are so connected... And in a lot of ways, very similar, a lot of ways, very different. How was it, you know, dating men or even when you were going through puberty and starting to be interested in, you know, other in that type of thing? How was it? Well, luckily, I would I would say we have a very different uh, taste in men. Thank God. Oh, I can good. only remember we liked <laughs> One, one of the same guys in high school and he was new and he looked like Brad Pitt. So it's like everybody liked this <laughs> cute guy. It wasn't like that weird that you both liked. Yeah, him. <laughs> exactly. everyone liked him and everyone liked him. So it wasn't like he was after us and we had to compete. Um, but well, growing up, we never we didn't have a lot of boyfriends. We were taller than most guys. We were really shy and really insecure. So we didn't have a lot of boyfriends. Um, my first boyfriend, I was 19 and we actually went to high school with him. Oh, and me and, and they did not get along. They hated each other. Now, now 12 years later, friends. he's like one of our best friends, uh-huh. both of our best friends. Uh-huh. But at the time, they did not get along. They didn't get along when you started dating? No. no. So, no. And then I think even like, worse. In high school, and like, he rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. I probably rubbed him the wrong way. But and then, then I think when we dating, dated, like, it was ugh. even worse because now he's there all the time. Well, and, and two thinking about it i'm like yeah i've got a high expectation for my twin sister's boyfriend like yeah. you better be amazing because i'm gonna be spending a lot of time <laughs> right. with you right. plus also i love her so you better be up yeah to and so dating in our adulthood it definitely that i think was one of big challenge is having high expectations and then uh, having high expectations for the sister's boyfriend but then also having the expectation that my boyfriend's going to be as close to me and open like my sister because yeah. i'm so used to having a close relationship so this is my other close relationship so I'm expecting it to sort of be similar, right? Open, talk about it, understand everything. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, my last boyfriend, who I lived in Mexico with, he was extremely open and he loved to talk about things. But well, especially because your sister wasn't around at that yeah, time. Yeah, I think that helped so you really, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So is there ever this jealousy from the boyfriend side of things? That for sure. I would say yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I can could, say my ex for could. sure was jealous. And I, I, mem- I remember having some issues yeah, okay. um, or fights and it's sort of um, him feeling like, well, you're choosing her over me. And so mm-hmm. definitely I was put in that position. Mm-hmm. I think we both felt we put in that position of we have to choose between the boyfriend or the sister. And that's like a really complicated place to be because there isn't really a right answer. It's, it's really circumstantial, but I remember that being very challenging. Yeah, and also just knowing that they're kind of getting this sort of pair. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that you intimidates know what's funny? a lot of men. Well, I have boys, this weird thing. So Amber speaking here, I have this weird thing. Like if we were to meet a potential man that I say I like, and if we were to meet him together as a twin, that he wouldn't be interested because I'm not a person that he could date. I'm this. I'm like a a twin, a like package a, a, deal. Exactly. I'm yeah. a thing. I'm not a person. That's interesting. I didn't ask men. I'm like, would you feel that way if you met us? <laughs> I don't feel that way. And most, most men are like, no. Amber does. So yeah. you feel like it's 
it's a turn off in some way. Yeah. If you are met as a twin rather than yeah. just as an individual. Or maybe like turn off or maybe, maybe not Deterrent. that far, but like just not interested because you're not, you wouldn't be romantically interested in me. You, you just sort of be removed and see me as like a. As an entity rather yeah. than a possibility yeah. of someone you could yeah. fall in love with and date yeah. and all these things. That's interesting. I know. <laughs> so do you feel like you kind of go on, go out on your own? to places to sort of meet people or no huh. it doesn't hold you back no that. No, no it doesn't hold me back we I, should go out on our we own should. okay but we're slightly well, we don't go out period. and like we don't well, really go out that much no we're and very you, habitual yeah. and you both so just to make it clear you both have broken up with those boyfriends yeah, since, yeah. and you're we're single close, right now yeah. been single for two years been, both of you have been single for two years so yeah. you did you I guys think, both yeah. break up with your boyfriends and then decide okay we're gonna move together to la or how did um, I was living in Mexico still with my boyfriend, but I knew I didn't want to live in this small town. I couldn't do a lot of stuff that I wanted to do. And I unknowingly, the relationship wasn't working, but I would sort of blame it on all the external things of like, Oh, I don't speak the language. Oh, I have no friends. Oh, I'm the tallest person in this town. Oh, I'm not Catholic. So all these things, but really the answer was, we're not meant to be, but that took years for me to figure out. Cause this was the first person I ever fell in love with. We had such an amazing connection. I moved my whole life to Mexico. So that was really hard to sort of accept. But so from Mexico, I moved here. Carissa moved here. We moved here together. But uh, Amber, you were still in a, we were still in a, a relationship, relationship. Sort of I was long single. distance. So I'd go back to Mexico. He'd come up here. Eventually he moved here and we lived here together for a year. And Carissa then met a guy, the three of us were living together. Carissa then met someone. She moved out and lived with that person for a year. And so we lived separately oh. in LA. But um, you lived together with your boyfriend. Too. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. For, yeah, you live, yeah. You live with Eric like, and I lived with Trev. But we, you also live with Eric and I. Yeah. So there was about, uh, I don't know, long. six months, maybe more. Anyways, there's a period of time where the three of us lived together. And it, for me, it was great because I have my best friend and my boyfriend, but I know for the two of them, it was, it was really challenging, like, probably yeah, even more challenging ideal. for my ex-boyfriend, yeah. I would say. Yeah, for sure. Cause he was, it was like, he was a third wheel. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Well, and also having like two girlfriends or two women who are homeowners, yeah. that's, that could be challenging <laughs> for anyone. Yeah. But we broke up, um, while you, Carissa was still with her boyfriend, um, so I was living by myself for a few months and then Carissa broke up with her boyfriend and she moved, back, back, moved in. back in with me to the same house. So Amber has been in the same house yeah. for the whole five years of yeah. being here. I've been there for four. Yeah. Okay. So now that you guys live together and you're single, yes. what is it like? What is it like being in LA as two single twins Oof, together? It's so hard. It's so challenging. <laughs> it's so challenging. It's hard. I mean, we used to blame it on LA a lot, but we were just in Canada visiting friends a few weeks ago and listening to some of their stories and realizing, oh, they go through the same thing. So it's not, we can't blame it on LA, unfortunately. It's, it's 2018 time. where no one likes to commit. No one has respect for people's time. Like, it's so... It's, Are you guys on dating apps? No. God, no. No? no, no, for no, no, the, no. It, it's... I couldn't. I don't do know how to like, explain I'm, it in words, but we're so we're, we're we feel oh, very deeply. So I have to go off a feeling. Same. Like my ex, I saw his photo. I was like, whoa. I felt I could feel it just from a photo. And then meeting him, it, it developed into something deeper. Well, what was the photo on? It was, oh, I so I met him, and I <laughs> she was like, I, you're gonna. I met him through a friend, him. and we went out for lunch, and I was like, Carissa, I met this guy. You're gonna love him. And I sent him a photo. She's like, yep. She knew. Yeah, yeah. and I knew. Like I, he just yeah, all the things about him. I was like, you're gonna love so this guy. So we go guy. off feeling. So a dating app. I don't know. But couldn't you feel that? It was just a you photo you okay, saw. True, yeah, but, but, but she met him and so she she could feel his energy and, and she hung out with him. So she uh-huh. knows like certain things you connect with. 
Okay. Whereas hearing hearing friends' horror stories from yeah. dating apps, I'm like, absolutely not. I'm way too sensitive. I have to say, I met my husband on a dating app. Did you? Okay, that okay, that does give me hope. <laughs> I just I've heard so many horror stories. Yeah. I'm like I'm 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 very jaded. Yes, yeah. I hear very you. Jaded. There there definitely are challenges to it as well but i think it's a great if you are looking to meet someone it's a great way to yeah we are are, but i'm just i'm i'm resistant to dating apps we're stuck in our patterns a little bit yeah so would you guys would an ideal scenario be to date another set of twins absolutely not no there's so i just saw i read an article today did you see that article of two identical twin sisters that married two identical twin brothers they had a joint wedding i'm like that that sounds like a nightmare to me yeah okay and no disrespect to them just for me personally that is the the last thing I'd want to do. So you want two distinct, different? Yeah, they don't have to be. They don't have to be like completely, like just not just, twins. Just, <laughs> just not, not twins. Just I want to connect with my person, and you connect with your person. They don't have to be. If they happen to be twins, like I would be shocked. Right. But we're open. Yeah. But I'm but... open if I'm if we feel a connection. I but, also I don't know I think male twins this might sound really hypocritical but I think male twins are weirder than female twins. Uh, why? I don't, why? I, I can't pinpoint it. <laughs> I don't know why. I have no idea. I've, I've been trying to like. Do you think female twins are weird? No. No. No, when they dress Unless the same, they like, I find that dress uh-huh. bizarre. Yeah. But no, male twins. I'm like, I don't She know. has this thing. She know. really doesn't. I can yeah. find it. That's but so no, interesting. The other day, you actually met a set of male That's twins. True. And you're like, okay. They were the actually really cute. And I saw them together. Yeah. like, oh, and you know what's funny? I act, they were like tall and blonde. I feel like they were the male versions of us. And I was that like, so you funny. guys are so cute. Are you twins? And I was like, whoa. I'm doing what people do to me that I yeah. like, sometimes get annoyed with. Yeah, but I could I could see it because they you want to you want to what it was is they were they were together in their twinness while still being their own people. I could feel it. They were like strong in themselves, but still being in their duo. Maybe. Yeah, you felt their individuality. Yeah. yeah. Well, you but identified, still, still and it seemed like what you guys together. were like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But you're like they're really cute. They were. Right? They were really cute. <laughs> and so you guys. We work together. So yeah. you said you are models. So you and do you do acting as well? Yeah, yeah. We do acting, singing. We do. Painting, we do a lot. We do visual and, art. And you do Anything art, creative. right? Yeah. Will you tell us a little bit about your creative process and how you work together? So that can vary. It really depends yeah. on the project, on our mood. Amber could start with a painting. I could start with a painting. We start it, on separate sides of the painting. Yeah. I, I would say it's. I would say I Amber have more of a hard time working because. I'm a little bit more controlling. So if I have an idea, yeah, if we're working together, like let's say on a canvas painting, just with acrylic paint, I'll have an idea. And if Carissa adds something that I don't really like, I don't, instead of sort of allowing it, I'll try to change it or sort of make it more my own. But, but then now working together and seeing like what we can make together, it's instead of just what I can make on my own, it's really amazing because I wouldn't add a lot of stuff that she would but so it can start you we're very uh like visual people so we'll usually be inspired by like a plant a photo another piece of art and Color. from there sort of like get an idea of like coloring or design um but then and then the creative process can just vary usually we'll we'll like i'll start doing something on the painting then i'll get her to add something and then i'll add to that or if it's really really big we'll just start on different sides of the canvas and then sort of like work together but we've had yeah. we've definitely had problems and i would say that's more my fault than carissa's <laughs> for sure had problems in the process, like you controlling Yeah, because I just, I go, oh, I don't like that. Uh-huh. Well, I do. You know, and like, who gets to say? Uh-huh. And Never I think does. because I have this subconscious <laughs> thing, well, I've been painting longer. Like, well, I know. Yeah, and I, I'm I, like, yeah, okay, you do. Yeah. It's oh. so awesome because I feel like you guys are so honest with yourselves and each other about your own 
sort of limitations, it yeah, sounds like. Yeah. And so how do you think, because I, I feel like that's the secret to any partnership, it, yeah. right? Yeah. To be able Straight to owning your mistakes yeah, and owning, owning your flaws. Well, and just talking about it, just talking about what you're feeling, even if it's stupid or whatever the adjective, talk about it. Because if she doesn't know how I'm feeling, uh, that's not her. It's, un, it's unfair to her. But if I let her know, then she has the opportunity to do whatever she wants with that. Yeah, as long as I'm not defensive. Because that's like we're so defensive with each other because we have 30 years of all this shit that you <laughs> did to me as a kid. So that's really hard to not also get like um, always Triggered. on the defense and then spark. Because like it's really common for us to talk about something not a big deal, but it can escalate into a humongous deal. Because it's got all the depth beneath exactly. it. Exactly. Like it all triggers the pain, you. Yeah. all of the shit, yeah. even though it has nothing to do with it. But, but you know what's funny? We went to a therapist like yeah. a year ago, yeah. a year and a half ago, and we like explained our situation, what we want to work on. She was like, you guys are doing great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're twins. And you live like, together. No, you work we together. Cry, you're we fight. Like, we scream for like four hours. And she's like, yeah, you're, you're doing great. Because... We sit for the four hours or, I mean, maybe that's an exaggeration, but we sit and we, we talk about it and we usually come to some kind of resolve. Even if that maybe involves, let's take some time apart and then come back and, and without emotion, talk about how we feel. And luckily we can usually understand each other. So, so that really helps. It's like, okay, you're hurt because of this. I understand because I can relate because of this circumstance. And do you feel like you were taught those skills as a kid? Mm. Or how do you think that you've evolved to be able to... I think because we're um, very interested in self-growth. So I think just learning as an adult, yeah, reading, watching videos. I think our, our mom did make a big effort. Like if she was to ever get mad at us or sort of blow up, she would always, always come back after and apologize and explain why. So we definitely learned that mm -hmm. from our mom. Mm -hmm. um, and our mom always, again, was encourage self-growth she's very spiritual as well had a lot of books and stuff Both our parents it's, are. yeah it, and it, but it's not like they really taught us that as kids and it's not like they have the best relationship where we learned from them but it was always sort of around and encouraged so then as like young adults just sort of um kind of naturally grabbing to gravitating towards self-development or even like um spirituality yeah or even like trying certain um like mind-altering substances that give you different perspective i think all of that mixed together and then realizing like oh this is a really important relationship so i have to work on it mm -hmm. and by working on this it's going to help myself and by vice well, versa other relationships working well. on myself it's going to help me with my relationship with carissa and then also realizing right. great if we can master this i'm yeah. like oh Everything else is easy. Because you think this is, this so is the hardest relationship? Yeah. I don't know about well, hardest, but no. it's because we're mirrors. It's so, that part is the most challenging. Because usually when we're in a fight, it's like we feel the same way. It may be about different, like from a different angle, but it's the same. So it's like constantly butting heads. Do you feel like off. you guys have a very similar perspective on most things? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. So you're, you feel like your brains are very, work very similarly. Yes. Yeah. For the I mean, most that, okay, part. That being said, in a fight, sometimes we're for like, if we're really hot, the emotions are really high. I'm like, I'm crazy. You're crazy. No, we're, we're both psycho. <laughs> yeah. There's again, no way we can figure this out. We're like going in a relationship. It's like psychotic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, but it's interesting when you say this, because it's like to understand yours, to understand the other person, you need to understand yourself. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It's forcing yeah. you because if you yeah. are yeah. so similar yeah. in the way that yeah. you think, yeah. It's like the dysfunctional thought is being like fed right back to you, exactly, yeah. which is really difficult. And you're like so, so angry difficult. at it because you're yeah. so maybe angry at your own yeah. thought that yeah, you have. Exactly. But coming to that realization was through reading a lot of books, attending seminars, 
But and also, and so are there specific books that like really, really helped you guys or specific, you said mind altering substances. Is there like an experience that you had that was like really eye opening or um, I healing? For me, there wasn't one big experience. It was like a number that sort uh -huh. of led up to like a different perspective. Um, and also like uh, we recreationally smoke marijuana mm -hmm. we're not big drinkers mm -hmm. and you're just, canadian of course yeah, yeah. from bc <laughs> like the best butt ever but i so i think that marijuana for me really allows me to go in and, and like contemplate and think about things mm -hmm. um so that that influenced i think our lives a lot but books i would say like books you like wayne more, dyer i love ram Dass. me um, too what's barbara marston um, yuck the only dance there is is that i haven't is read that. Ram, it's an older ram Dass book that i love um Bringers of the Dawn. Yeah, Bringers of the Dawn by that, Bar that Barbara Marciniak. Really, I lost. I can't even remember, but those are the ones are like coming to my mind uh -huh. right now. And so, do you guys read them together? You're both like, or are you one reads them, you're like, you should read this, or yeah. is it? Yeah, it's usually like one will read it and then we'll give it to the other. Yeah, and so then do you talk about it afterwards? Oh, oh yeah, and and, again, and 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 look while reading, like Chris has re just read Erroneous Zones by Wayne Dyer. And so she'll come out first certain things like, oh, this? The manifestation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guy, yeah. It yeah. helps. It, 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 I think this is, for us, because we like talking about it. Yeah. And we're into spirituality, spirituality and self-growth. It's interesting to us. So we'll sit and we'll talk about these concepts and how it can apply to our life. Yeah. Or, or even, like, retrospectively, like, you know what? When we got into that fight, I'm realizing I did this and you did this. So we're very um, self-reflective. Um, so do, also, you, do you feel like you guys know yourselves better than most people having this other person in your life that's a good question um i don't know if that's because we're twins or not it's hard to say because that's i don't know any difference it's relative, so it's hard yeah. if she didn't exist i don't know if if i would be as isn't it interesting to think about if you didn't have each other and like would you push yourself so far to understand yourself and yeah. would yeah. you be confronted with all of these yeah issues? I'm, I'm, I'm honestly maybe in this time in our life right now i'd say maybe no yeah because the last two years of being single and we both went through a really 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 deep depression after that and really? that forces you to go inside so because so when you say last... really really deep deep depression what did that look like for well, you well for guys? carissa oh, I, I, she like didn't get out of bed she didn't up, eat she was back like in with amber i i i was she was like 20 pounds lighter uh, yeah just like and, and i never experienced that before i think my whole life i've had maybe like tendencies yeah i'm just, i'm sensitive so being on this planet is tough but then going through that where I'm like, I, to be pretty honest, like, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm. I don't, I don't feel like I've got yeah. anything left to live. Like there's, and also I couldn't find any light in life. Yeah. And I, so I just like withered away, but that was also too, like, we weren't doing ballet. We didn't, we weren't having a lot of jobs. So a lot of our life was really stagnant. And so it sort of all like would influence it. It's each other. And like, this. were this you both cycle. depressed at the same time? Yeah. Carissa was much more depressed because my breakup was sort of over years. And so I dealt with mine differently where hers was kind of sudden and it was mm -hmm. really, it was, um, it was just more difficult for her to kind deal of deal with. with. I, I, I believe like my soul chose that. I'm so grateful for it now. I mean, my ex are still very, very close and going through the depression and even going through, going through it with Amber so I could talk about it. Yeah. Um, you, all you have is yourself. You, you've got nowhere else to go. So you go in and like that, I, like I, I had to pull myself up from the bottom, but like, start rebuilding who I now want to be. And it took that to realize, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like who I am or I don't, I'm not happy with my life. Why? Well, it's only up to you. So I feel grateful for those. 
Absolutely. Even though but in the so, moment it's very challenging. But I would say it's like creative, years, creative really, destruction, right? Yeah. It's like you need to like absolutely really break everything down to be able to build yourself back yeah. up from the from the ground yeah, up. Yeah. So those last two years, we've really been working hard at like building myself, and in turn, building this relationship. So without that, maybe the depression and living together and really working on it, I probably wouldn't maybe no. be as self-aware yeah. as I am today. And so how was your relationship when you, you guys were depressed or specifically, I know you were more depressed. Oh, I would say very challenging and be, I'll take responsibility because I wasn't nice to be around. Uh-huh. Even people who see me now yeah. are like, wow, you just, you look so much better. I'm like, really? I, I, I feel like I look the same, but no, they, the energy they can feel. Yeah. From, right. Yeah. I just, I was so unhappy and like I had, I had nothing to give. So being around me was probably awful. But the one nice thing was at least we understood each other. So I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm scared for her. She doesn't want to live. But I was like, oh, I understand. But let's, but meditate or like, or you have just, you have to eat today. You know, things like like that. So you were feeling like actually suicidal. Not suicidal, but no, like will to live. No, it's, it's, it's hard to explain in words. I've I've never been suicidal, but I don't, I can't find a purpose or a reason to be on this planet. Right. But never suicidal. Actually, like a year ago, we had a friend who we were very close with. We met her in ballet. We talk a lot about depression, commit suicide. Uh, and so that was also like a huge, a huge learning experience thing in our life, yeah. which also, you know, probably sparked some self-reflectiveness, right. some awareness yeah, of like more life, value yeah. of life. That being said, I still struggle, still struggle, yeah. but yeah. not nearly as much as I did a year ago or two years ago. Yeah. Right. And again, because I've, I'm, I'm work, I'm working on it. And I've been down to that, to that dark right. place. And I know like that's there and that's okay. It's not negative, but I don't want to be there. Right. So right. I need to take some steps now to be my healthy, vibrant self. Yes. Yeah. Which you are, yeah. you are, your energy is so positive. Both of your energy is so bright. So for those who are listening, who might be going through a breakup or maybe just depressed for other reasons, mm-hmm. do you guys have any advice or any tips for how you dealt with your own depression? Oh, um, I would say find, um, an outlet, whether that's like painting or dancing or singing or hiking, just something to get you outside of that dark hole, but know that it's not going to be easy. It's not like, yeah, I'm going to go want to do that. No, you might not want to, but try to find something that's interesting enough or enticing enough just to get you out. Even if it's for five minutes, Mm because breaking that pattern, I think is what, um, can create uh, change and growth. It lets a little light in. Just, yeah. just, yeah. just a little bit. A drop, Doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. Baby yeah. steps, I think, I are think, really beneficial. Because yeah. people, I think, or I'm can be an extremist. So I'm like, it's all or nothing. Right. So if it's all, if it's not all, then it's going to be nothing. Like, no, it's little by little. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe meditation really helped us, but I know that that's not easy for everyone. Like, we had to sort of learn how to meditate and we actually learned in different ways but I think that's a really integral part of healing um and it's not really comfortable but it it does help and I would say be active or be outside Mm -hmm. so whether that's like ballet or swimming or walking or if you don't even know what it is what were you what excited you as a kid or what have you always been drawn to like try those things out um because being active you know stimulates endorphins it changes your your um your space where you are physically and emotionally and then just being in nature like nature is like one of the most healing things I I believe totally agree so I like go outside if that's a park look at a tree I used to go to the ocean a lot yeah if I wasn't feeling good I would I would 
force myself. Again, it wasn't yeah. like I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the ocean. I was like, Carissa, you're going to the ocean. Right. It's like something deep within you has to like force you. You have to be your, you have to be your own mother. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. 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 So I would go to the ocean a lot. That would help. And yeah. just draw or write. Even yeah. just be outside. Just be outside with the ocean. Yeah. Those are all great tips. Thank you guys. So what is your relationship like with your parents? Do you guys have the same relationship with them or do you have different relationships? Yeah, I would say it's pretty similar. For the most part. Pretty similar. We're yeah. close with both of our parents. Yeah. They're still married. Um, and they're amazing parents. Like we, we're really blessed. We had the best childhood, like on an organic farm in the middle of the forest and with artistic parents. I mean, and- that sounds to me like absolute bliss yeah like organic farm yeah forest yeah on a freshwater <laughs> like, lake and it was on a huge family property i mean so sign we had me our up. aunts and uncles and our grandparents around wow. cousins every summer um fairy tale yeah it was. it was i mean hey nothing's perfect so yeah. it wasn't like that was of perfect course, but we yeah. were really blessed with an amazing fairy tale childhood and our parents are both really amazing people they're very artistic um i would say her mom is very similar to us she's very emotional yeah. but very hands-on like and because they worked on the farm they were always there always cooked us dinner always made us food we always ate really healthy do you guys food. cook now too yeah, yeah. all organic yeah all- so awesome. it's funny someone made kind of a comment of like you guys are so um high society just you the do way or, or like, oh, organic. No, to us organic <laughs> isn't like a privilege or like or, or some fluffy like yeah. sparkly like it's, la thing i'm like we grew up on an organic farm like we don't have a choice it's organic like or not yeah, right. organic. Yeah. <laughs> or like we'd, we'd we'd go to the grocery store we'd always have our own bags which and back then we'd be embarrassed about but now yeah, it's kids. like it's so innate in us these are things that we just we're we absorb but now it parent. now it is like chic to it do is. that oh, it's trendy yeah. cool. but that's great right. i'd rather that be a trend than of than course like, yeah. of course yeah so you grew up eating just beautiful organic food in this yeah. way what do you think that sort of that lifestyle instilled in you guys just being away from you said you had no tv no internet but back then of course yeah, yeah. you know for part of your childhood there would have been internet yeah. but as teenagers, we, di- we had dial living, living, living outside the city, it was dial-up, yeah. so it would take... Like, even as kids, part of our childhood, we had a what's called a party line, so we shared a telephone line with three other people. So sometimes I'd pick up the phone, and my grandma, who lived down <laughs> the road on the property, would be on the phone. Like, we were very rural. That's very so rural. cool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like... It's like a fantasy to me, because we're so different from that yeah. over here, yeah. so it just sounds so simple. I think, though, to answer your question, it really, like instilled a relationship with nature yeah like amber mentioned before yeah. like our and the earth both, i mean our dad's earth. a farmer our mom loves gardening like flowers and birds are her baby so that's that's again it's just innate in us like we our house is full of plants we hike four or five times a week because we have to be outside in nature yeah it's i mean so living healing. in a big, a big city like la we make sure that we spend enough time in nature that I, we feel balanced and not like Otherwise, well, we get jaded and very negative. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah, yeah, because your your like normal is being surrounded yeah, surrounded yeah. by beauty by and nature yeah. and fresh yeah. air. Yeah. yeah, we went back a couple of weeks ago, and I was in the morning. I was just sitting outside, and all I could hear was like birds mm. and leaves. And I was like, people pay money for this. People have apps for this. And this was this is what I was raised in for seventeen years straight. Like we lived in the same house. It's still there, yeah. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. Yeah, you guys are very lucky to have that. We are. Yeah. But it's interesting that you chose to come to a city like LA. Yeah. Well, people think we're crazy. <laughs> but you know what's funny <laughs> is actually people both of our parents, both of our parents, they like they get it. They want to come here. They want to during the winter. They want to come here because in the summer it's so beautiful there. But our dad's a musician and our mom's very creative. So 
They love being in L.A. as well. Well, our mom has a hard time because she's also sensitive like us. But True. she loves sun and she loves people. She's very social. And, and the, you know, things like flowers. going to find our pottery class. Like, it's, like here in L.A., there's so many options for things, right. right? Like we started ballet four years ago. So we we're adult beginners. We we're 28 years old. Well, we couldn't really do that where we grew up. Right. So L.A. fosters things like that. And so our parents, they know us. They understand. Like they see why we're here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for a creative person, it's like a mecca of options and possibilities. Exactly. And I just that's why I love LA. Like, and I there love LA. is nature too. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that's why I, I love LA. Nature you can enjoy almost all year round. Pretty but, much all year round. But there's the ocean, which yeah. has like a huge energy, and yeah. you have the mountains right there. I mean, you drive 40 minutes and you don't feel like you're in LA. That's pretty special. I know. I mean, We're really blessed to live Terrible, here. but I'll take it. Yeah. To have this. Yeah, for sure. Because I also lived in Mexico, which was beautiful and on the ocean. It was hot and it was a small town, but I got bored and I wasn't developing what I need. And a part of me was like, oh, I'm from an organic farm. I can live outside. I don't need to be in the system. But part of me needs that. I can't need culture. lie to myself. Yeah. I need culture. I need mm-hmm. stimulation. Mm-hmm. I need new. Even, Even like, like I said, we don't really go out a lot. We, we stay home most nights. But the fact that I know I could go do any kind of dance if I want or go to any kind of crazy party or an art show, just that I know that it gives me so much freedom. A hundred percent. I agree. Right? I never leave Santa Monica, but yeah. just, <laughs> I no, could no, live in can. any beach town anywhere, yeah. but I know in my mind that LA is right here and yeah. I can be plugged in. And the, the cool thing about LA is it does have that like spiritual healthy side to it. So that's great because then there's a lot of things to do if you're interested in that. Cool meditations, cool yoga things. Yeah, sound bad. Which doesn't happen in Watuco, Mexico, you know? Like, totally. So that's why I do love, we complain a lot about LA, but we've been here for five years. So there's obviously something that's keeping us here. Yeah. I don't know if we'll be here forever. And if we have families that I definitely don't know if I would, it's so expensive, right? Like it's hard to live, but for now I love it. And so where do you guys see yourselves in the future? Do you see yourselves living, you know, close by? Do you see yourselves being super connected? What is like the vision of your lives ahead together? think ideally we don't have to be that close what do you mean like we don't have to be like like, (laughs) we don't have to be in the same block no no right but the same city okay this is ideal like we live in the same city like you're in the hills and i'm the palisades or something (laughs) (laughs) so still far enough apart how far are we going with this fantasy um but yeah yeah working together our own families whatever that looks like but still work together dancing singing and acting together living apart do you guys have a band yeah we do so we just started our own little duo thing a few months ago it's called tulip and we wrote a song with these producers but we're not working with them anymore so now we're sort of just kind of just figuring it out on our own so it's a slow process but but actually singing yeah. is probably our our deepest passion but because of that we're the most scared so yeah we've been kind of put it on the back burner yeah. for the past 32 years Oh, you but guys have like, to do it. Well, so yeah. that so so we were like, okay, we're just gonna do it. Let's look for voice lessons. So we we found a singing teacher. Turns out she lives literally a block, block away from us. It was meant to and be. And her and her husband were the producers. So it was very synchronistic. And like we learned a lot. It was a beautiful experience. It just didn't. It's, we're not gonna work with them in the long run. Uh-huh. But we do feel like okay, this this kind of catapulted right. Our, well, it showed we can do it exactly, and that we can do it ourselves, and that we just all we need to do is just do, do it. it. And so what kind of music do you make? Mostly, we don't, we're kind of like sort, sort of still figuring out our sound, but, but like folky, folk, poppy, indie, like indie pop, acoustic, alt pop. Yeah, I can't, I mean, harmonizing. you guys would be such a vision on yeah. stage. 
You guys have to do it. Yeah. So our dad wants us to be his. Yeah. So we grew up singing with our dad. So we. He wants us to be his backup. Yeah. Singers. He wants He's us got to a be whole in his vision. <laughs> wow. Are you into it? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not into all of the songs that he wants us to sing. But I would do it for him. But like, we do it for him. It's like the twin version of the Heim sisters. You yeah. Guys could oh, exactly. we I love them. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. I do too. They're I, great. I, I yeah. would be amazed if we were ever as good as them. If we were as good as them, I'd be like, fuck it. We're, yeah, let's just focus on music totally. I mean, they're phenomenal musicians, right? Yeah. They're yeah. so talented. Yeah. And we're well, just the sister, like teaching, the relearning the guitar. But look, you took up ballet a few years ago, and it seems like you're doing really great in that arena. <laughs> well, I mean, considering we're, we're doing great because ballet is so hard. But it is. I mean, but we're never at a, a place to like perform and people to be like, wow, that's good. Yeah, but. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. We, like, it fulfills us so much. It's one of the most consistent joy bliss experiences that we have like we went to ballet today like almost every day oh my god, like, I love ballet. Tonight. i'm so grateful for ballet you know i've never ever done ballet oh my god jesse you should come well, i've literally never tried come. it if you're come interested because i always say that to people like if you're not interested yeah. and have no desire then don't do it because for 45 minutes or an hour you're standing at a bar and you're just moving your feet and your arms around you're not really like <laughs> moving your body dancing but if you're interested in ballet then i would say try it because it's it's a specific thing, and if you like it, it's there. And if you well, don't, our then program is called Align Ballet. It's specifically for adult beginners, beginners or returning dancers. And in ballet, that's very like that's specific because we've been to a basic beginner class at like a different studio, and, and everybody there basic. was pretty advanced. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, that was and being not for me. Quote, quote. <laughs> I think I'm more of a hip hop dancer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay, like the opposite of ballet too. Yeah. Okay, anytime. But yes. I, yeah, I feel like I. I need like the beginner's class before going with you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, that's understandable because yeah. ballet, like Amber said, ballet it's is so, very so challenging. challenging. Yeah. Well, I think it's so inspiring to see two individuals like with a really established sense of self that are also identical twins and also so close. Yeah. I feel mm -hmm. like it's a very rare mm -hmm. thing and it's really beautiful to see how you guys have been able to establish this relationship. Well, and you saying that actually, it just triggers a, something in me where, we talk a lot with other uh, female friends about jealousy and competition within women. And I think because we have each other and maybe we got that jealousy and competition out maybe earlier. I don't really feel jealous or competitive that much for with other part. women. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. Well, because our whole life we had, we, there was always somebody else in the spotlight. So that never felt like that was taken away from me. And right. we always grew up having to share everything. So it's, it, I, I don't feel that threatened by by other women but we've experienced that a lot it's 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 a thing right from that, other people yeah mm -hmm. of, of feeling threatened from us or feeling huh. jealousy from us and so it's something that you you guys are I mean I think it's innate in every single person whatever gender you are whatever you identify I think with LA but I, it's, it's, it's more prominent with women mm -hmm. and I think even LA where mm -hmm. most people here are in the inter entertainment industry and it's competitive there's only one role or you know even when we first started doing twin auditions oh there's not gonna be that many tall twins here. And like, there's tons in LA. It's LA. There's, you know, 8 million people or whatever. That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, but I feel, I think luckily, we're lucky. We're lucky yeah. because of that. Yeah. Like, and, and we're really close with a lot of our, with our cousins who are also female. Mm -hmm. So we were always mm -hmm. around with mm -hmm. like lots of mm -hmm. girls or women. And mm -hmm. I, I, we never felt like, anything was taken threatened. from us I, never felt threatened threatened I, don't, or, I don't feel threatened yeah but, like i'm gonna lose for the something. most part i mean obviously if i see somebody i'm human so if i see someone with a life that i think i want 
I can be jealous of certain aspects, but I recognize that. And I really try to just let that go and not hold on mm -hmm. to that. Because jealousy, there's just no point. It doesn't really do anything. No, it's an inspiration. Yeah, it can exactly. be flipped can, around. Exactly. Yeah. You can use it as that. Yeah. It's a good tool, actually. Yeah, and with each other as well. It's like the thing yeah. that you are seeing the other person have more of, the yeah. other twin have yeah. more of. You're like, yeah. okay, I, I have that in me. I yeah. can pull that Even out. Even when I was younger, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't be an artist because Amber is. Like, I've got to give that to her. It's like, no, there's room for everybody. Yeah. Right. Everybody exactly. can be it doesn't here. Take, it doesn't dim anyone's light. Because Amber's got certain things that are that's going to help her, and I've got certain things, yeah. and then they complement each other. Well, like, like for example, Carissa, two years ago, got a... <laughs> so we do a lot of uh, twin auditions. We barely ever get jobs <laughs> as twins. But she always gets booked for independent jobs. And I could be jealous of it, where I'm like, no, great, you're paying our rent. And I just got to sit here while you go work. <laughs> <laughs> and it works for you guys. Yeah. And there's no, there's no bitterness. There's no. No, and even if there was, I would say like I, in general, I would be maybe more jealous, but that's only because I'm more insecure. So I'm like, oh, if Amber gets it right, because she's better than me. But now again, because we can talk about that and, and I can express that and then she can be like, it's okay. You feel that way. I understand. But look at this, 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 and this. And it helps me like get out of my own bullshit and my yeah. own pattern. Yeah. It's so progressive. I'm proud of you guys for doing Thank that. Thank you. I, no, I really it's am. Taken, it's taken yeah, work. It's work. It's we weren't born like this. No, but yeah. but yeah, but I think that's so crucial when thinking about a relationship and we said it before, but really just being able to be seen by the other person. And the only yeah, way you can is if you right. share what you're feeling you're right. yeah. and understood. Yeah. yeah. But okay. Sorry. Again, that being said, I'm like, but because I have her, so we can talk for an hour about something and we walk away like, yeah, I get it. I have a subconscious expectation that my partner better be like that. So if we talk, well, he's going to want to talk and B, he's going to understand me. Or even with other friends. I think we That's also true. experienced mm -hmm. that, of, mm -hmm. you know, making new friends in LA and it not, it's not feeling like this and realizing, oh, right, it's it's different. It's not my twin. This is not somebody I've known forever and not somebody that, that's so even worked comfortable on this relationship with. Yet. Yeah. But I'm, it's easy for me to sort of like be in that space because I am so much, but that was a learning experience for us too, I think. It's yeah. like realizing it's not, it's not going to be like, this with every relationship right like, and it's easy i think for probably a lot of twins that love their twin sister or brother to not go make other friends because exactly. they're like what do i need someone else for when i have this person exactly. who gets me completely yeah. mm -hmm. and so it's like pushing yourself to go yeah. out of that comfort yeah. zone mm -hmm. and create those new bonds yes mm -hmm. yeah i think it's just it's a double-edged sword we're so lucky we have each other but it does keep us it a little bit us. Um, yeah sheltered within our own like home we we, we we don't do a lot of stuff independently from each other because yeah. We don't have to really. Right. And so in order to, you know, if you did want to meet someone romantically, you'd have to push yourself a yeah. little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, we've talked to a lot of people and they say like, you guys need to go out alone to meet somebody. Especially with the way you feel yeah, about it. Yeah, with my <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't want to go alone. That's our next step. That's yeah. our next yeah. thing. We're working yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's well, everyone who's listening, they're single. <laughs> and they're really really cool so <sighs> and so where can they find you guys if anyone wants to sort of follow up on what you guys are up to in your art your music so we have a joint instagram it's at amber and carissa so a-m-b-e-r and k-e-r-i-s-a and our band is tulip the band but at that there's nothing really out there on that platform you can just yet, bookmark you, it for later yeah exactly it. put that yeah. in your head and then our website which oh, is on our website yeah amber and awesome yeah. everyone check them out they're really really special 
Thank you guys oh, for coming. Jessie, thank you for having us. It was a thank pleasure. You. So nice we felt very you. honored and flattered. This is our first podcast, by the way. Well, you guys killed it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.